today's episode is brought to you by healthy male just about every man over the age of 25 has experienced some sort of erectile dysfunction issue and for some it's more than just occasional guys now you can avoid the time and embarrassment of going to the doctor and getting ed drugs like viagra or cialis by just calling healthy male healthymail.com has been around helping men discreetly for over 20 years and have prescribed almost 3 million prescriptions online there's no need to visit your local gas station and buy some phony snake oil treatment that has zero chance of making any difference y'all don't want to use that mm-hmm. you, you, you don't know what kind of stuff you're putting in your blood you'll be waking up at night with the hives most orders are shipped in a day with discreet packaging right to wherever you are home office hotel vacation destination or even fedex pickup location the best part unlike most companies online there's no subscription service that you have to cancel healthymail.com will only ship your pills when you order them and will never automatically charge your card monthly y'all know y'all be forgetting right now healthy mail is offering to our listeners 20 pills for $49 and that includes a doctor's prescription and free shipping you can order online at www.healthymail.com or just call one eight seven seven four viagra that's one eight seven seven the number 4 and V-I-A-G-R-A and be sure to mention our offer code TBGWT to get the 20 pills for $49 requests for medication are not guaranteed and must be approved by a u.s licensed physician so call one 877 viagra to see if you are eligible and avoid the doctor visits to for your ed once and for all mention our offer code tbgwt i listen to the black guy who tips podcast because rod and karen are hot ida may didn't take it personally when people and pointed these things out to her like the neighbor lady had who had brought the wine ida may wouldn't likely have seen her again because the family moved so much in these those early months in chicago but she thanked people like her and the lady who mentioned her head scar from the bus one day she was grateful to for the advice in fact took most of it but there were some things she was not ever going to do she was never going to change her name to something citified and highfalutin she was never going to take on northern airs and name drop about the pastor she knew from this or that church or the alderman who stopped to greet her at the polls even though she would come to know famous people who made good up in the north because she had known their kin people back in mississippi she was never going to forget the people the folks back home and how she loved them so she was never going to change her mississippi drawl not in the least not even after she had spent more of her life in the north than in the south not even when some northerners still had trouble understanding her decades after she'd been there though she wasn't trying to be difficult and was just being herself she simply didn't care what anybody thought it didn't matter because people seemed to love her for it she decided to keep things that made her feel like home deep within herself where nobody could judge her and inside the walls of their kitchenette apartment where she made turnip greens and peach cobbler and sweet potato pie flecked with nutmeg and sang spirituals like in mississippi as often as she liked hey welcome to the black out tips podcast with your host rod and karen and we're live on a 
sunday ready to do some podcasting you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic leave us five star reviews thank you we appreciate you this we do it's better than the christmas present guys five star review if you haven't left one go leave us one mm-hmm. on itunes or stitcher the best kind of five we love reading those we love uh you know we do we do so much and we love hearing back from you guys about how it makes you feel and what you mm-hmm. think about it um the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport Football. and bullet ball extreme um so yeah you guys can um uh, go ahead and check out all of that stuff today's excerpt is from the warmth of other sons uh which we've been talking about uh, a bit on the show lately um uh by isabella wilkerson and isabel wilkerson and uh that part was about ida may who you know obviously one of the three migrants that the story really follows um but uh how when you get to chicago and these big cities there's this divide because you have these black folks who've been there already sometimes some of them for a generation some of them for shorter and then you have them resenting the new black folks and so in the newspaper uh like the chicago defense used to have uh take it upon itself to like teach the black people about how to act in the city because these are unsophisticated southern people coming up that had not necessarily had the privileges and the access to a bunch of stuff that you know city city northern black folks had you know okay uh things such as just the way they they were able to dress having because you gotta remember people coming in who haven't been able to have a job who haven't been able okay, to that's true to make a profit yeah some of them never never had a, proper clothing before right some of them literally were fleeing from the south mm-hmm. under the fact that sharecroppers were looking for them um and the sharecroppers would not allow you to make a profit many times they just barely let you make even or uh they just keep you in debt perpetually so that you're essentially still a slave um so sometimes people flee fled from the south and you coming up there and you're not sophisticated and this is a time where i mean it's still nothing changed but you know black people felt like we have to be respectable because at the time there really weren't many other avenues for black people like what a lot of people don't talk about is that our pushback on respectability politics is literally because of our ancestors push forward and it's protection and um and now we actually have the privilege to be the anti-respectable blah 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 and still be relatively safe there was a time when you could be anti-respectable and you were immediately going to be killed period like you go in there you you talk to some white man a certain way or you look at some white woman a certain way there wasn't an option of oh y'all y'all just y'all just some scared negroes it wasn't it was like okay well then you're gonna be dead those are the only two options appear to be scared or die you know appear to be quote civilized or die um so anyway uh even in the papers they had like a list of do's and don'ts like this is one of the lists don't hang out the windows don't sit around in the yard and on the porch barefoot and unkempt uh keep in mind these are the same newspapers that told black people to come to come north so like you know you get the chicago defender you're somewhere in fucking macon georgia or whatever and they're like listen you dealing with a lot of oppression slavery da 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 da. 
jim crow come north there's no jim crow up here blah blah, blah. well you get up there one there's still racism there clearly yes. clearly um and then you have these black people that now have to take on almost a um a role of mentoring you because they're like oh no it's not like the south you have to wear like shoes here right you know because because there were black people that lived their whole lives without shoes right um in certain areas of the country because one they were not allowed to have money to buy shoes correct and then two what do i need shoes for you know all i'm doing is going out in the field and picking cotton and and playing you know living in a shotgun shack on somebody's land like i'm not really i don't have this this life where i get to have these imaginations and imaginings of things that we consider to be comforts would be luxuries for them so uh yeah don't wear handkerchiefs on your head don't use vile language in public places don't allow children to beg on the streets don't appear on the street with old dust caps dirty aprons and ragged clothes what's a dust cap um probably i don't know just something to probably go on your head um keep i don't know keep the dust out maybe um don't throw garbage in the backyard or alley or keep dirty front yards the chicago urban league which helped direct migrants to temporary shelter rental options and jobs was the closest the migrants got to customs in the north and they had stranger meetings and this is where they take everybody coming in like new black people coming into town that knew don't know anybody and having them basically build networking between each other and then they also give you some advice on do's and don'ts things they don't want you to do do not loaf get a job at once do not live in crowded rooms others can be obtained do not carry on loud conversations in street cars at public places do not keep your children out of school and do not send for your family until you get a job um and so obviously reading these things now it's like how dare they you know but but, but, but at the time but in this context was, i i i yeah. under it's still i still bristle but i understand you know they were trying to help and this was Correct. literally life and death for some people right because some of these mistakes were fatal you send mm-hmm. for your family before you even have a job and you find out you can't afford to have your family up here all y'all gonna starve right. what y'all gonna do now uh but then also there was resentment from people who have been up north and we still feel it to this day you know whenever yes, we do whenever somebody will complain about it happens rarely now because we've established who we are and what we do mm-hmm. but when people write and they will complain about your accent or something like that and it's like oh that's still that anti-blackness deep inside of you you haven't considered it because there's something about a black woman having a country accent that's somehow real way worse than anything else it's the worst thing in the world but paula d made a fucking empire with that country ass accent fucking empire you know y'all got paula dean dishes but somehow karen needs to it's, it's too embarrassing to some people and it's like uh that type of thing is what i thought about when i read that passage about ida may and how um people would it's, it go it goes against all the stuff that they told her and it goes against what most people tried to do when they got to the north you start trying to accentify you start trying to talk in a different accent you you, you want to blend in and you want to be as far away from your southern self as you were you know um as you could be because you knew that that southern self was an oppressed self a, a person that could not look a white person in the eyes a person that had to call every white woman and, and man sir and ma'am you know that type of so you were running away from that so you hop off that train and then you become 
i you push yourself to be somebody that you're not almost right 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 and 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 i think that that's my biggest thing like you say even to today it's a divide i think some people have relaxed but a lot of people haven't particularly when news comes out it's a subsection of black people particularly a lot of black people up north that have this um philosophy of mentality that everybody down a lot and some of them have never fucking been to the south and just keep this real some of them have a lot of them haven't they have this sweeping uh philosophy of what they think the south is versus what the south really is you know they make the assumptions that uh we're slow and we're dumb and we're ignorant and everybody down his country bumpkins and that y'all talk slow and you know um you know and how we dress and things like that and and it's very it's very frustrating because i'm the i, I am of the fact that y'all still deal with the same shit we still we deal with down here it's very different um because of just the culture but you still deal with the same things in different formats you know what i'm saying because my thing is as long as i'm speaking english and you can understand me who gives a goddamn how fucking slow i speak or how my drawl is you can understand and it's it's kind of a way for them to to, to still poke fun you know but at the same time i bet you you go back in your linen go go back in your history your folks came from mississippi and texas and fucking north carolina and when their asses got up there they talk fucking just like me so it's like one of those things well some of them did and then they lost it or they changed it to acclimate to their surroundings um the other thing too though is i love this around this chapter in the book they also talk about um because one of the men was uh george he was a person that worked on the railroad rail um on railroad trains uh and passenger trains ones that took people from the south to the north which of course during the great migration a lot of black people were coming from the north to the south to visit after they had established themselves and a lot of people were coming from the you know obviously from the south up to the north to get the fuck out of the south well the ones coming from the north to the south after they established themselves he said he made a point of like when they got on the train their luggage would be light it'd be almost empty and when it came back it'd be almost too heavy to carry and the point was they were going home for the things they missed so they were taking back the food they were taking back um you know you know like they were and i i I think there's something to me that's beautiful about it because there's a symbiosis between black people that just doesn't get because we're so concentrated on where we're divided right like i bring up the stuff about the north and the rules and stuff and i felt you get a little bit like defensive almost right it made you somewhat upset um because because there is a division of people that you know look down on us in the south you Mm -hmm. know but they come from here but something about them going like because another thing that black people used to do they used to send money home they couldn't afford Mm -hmm. to make it like they go to the north they get they can finally get paid for the first time in their lives and they're sending more money home than they should partially to um and this is so deep to me partially you know because they wanted people to feel like they were doing well right but also partially it was an advertisement like come join me because a lot of people weren't leaving because they were scared agreed because you know this is why when you know we make the joke but when people say stuff like i am my ancestors wildest dreams you are yeah you You know too, too many people make light of that and that's because we have the privilege to make light of that now but your ancestors wildest dreams weren't all these revolutionary 
um Wokey black woke, woke yeah they, they weren't all that a yeah. lot of them was like i would like a child to be able to go to college i would like a child that can afford to like make a living i would just like to not be a fucking slave it doesn't mean i want to go on to be an astronaut but you know just i like some shoes you know shit right. like that i like i like a child to be able to read i right. would like for my family to be safe i would right. like for my family to 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 have a home right you know just simple stuff i would like for them to be able to afford food you know just just, just the simple things the vote i mean right so so when you hear the wildest dreams people some people take it for granted you know but but voting was people's wildest dreams right. in some cases you know uh, ida may in the book talks about how the first time she voted and how she lived her whole life in the south even with violent politicians who were like promoting killing black people killing them even with that she never was inclined to vote or think about politics while living amongst that because it just wasn't allowed for them and if you did get to the polls you got some stupid ass question mm-hmm. that you probably can't with no answer how many stars are there in the sky oh you you don't know there's no right answer and right. so then they go well black you can't vote you're too stupid you know and they won't let a black person vote so she just was like why would i care about that you know so yes black people voting literally is some people's wildest fucking dreams i know it's hard to imagine because we've taken it for granted our entire fucking lives right but, you know when you hear people say shit like you know it don't mean nothing or if you don't feel like voting don't worry about it the the reason that that shit pisses me off is because it's like well that's not you know why are you trying to guilt me my ancestors didn't die for me to vote they actually did. did they actually really fucking did and you don't have to be ahistorical to disagree you can be like i don't i don't care that they died you can say that right but people don't want to say that right but that sounds too cold right but the truth is many of them did die many of them never even dreamed of voting because that even that wasn't allowed for them to, to to be a realistic option so um all that stuff to say like um there's a beauty in the fact that there was this commerce and this relationship and communication between black people from the north and the south but at the same time i think we more concentrate on the divide you know between the north and the south and to be like well black people from the north think they this that and the other and black people from the south always get to deal with this judgment and the shame and all this stuff and you know us being from down here it's easy for us to just harp on that part but there's people from the from there's black people from the north that understand that relationship and some of the stuff that seems paternalistic and condescending i guess is the best way to put it Mm -hmm. was also stuff that they said because they cared about us that and and true and true so like i said uh we was talking earlier yesterday like i said i had to understand and and a better get a better understanding of when when somebody says phrases and words like like the piece you just read you have to think in context nowadays people are like the fuck is this but in context it completely made sense like like okay i understand it but at the same time you can't help but feel like oh y'all don't want me to be who i really am you want me to conform and change into this this system but you doing this to keep me alive that like 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 that piece i i i i understand uh but that same philosophy still goes on to today when you go nigga it's irrelevant today not all irrelevant but but pieces of it is is irrelevant today Mm. 
yeah i i mean like i said it's a, it's a complicated situation when you're navigating white supremacy right because some of the shit is to protect you correct you know some of the shit your parents tell you some of the shit that people from other cities and stuff would tell you like hey this need how you need to conduct yourself over here is literally them telling you what i had to do to navigate this situation and then some of it comes from a bad place some of it is them being like you embarrassing us as black people by coming in here with your dirty da 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 and you know that's not good you know so uh it's a complicated thing but i think leaning into that complexity and trying to fully understand it is more important than you know kind of shitting on one side or the other right and also i the the thing too that you brought up and 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 the one thing that i i being down here one thing i i do love is that even uh, even me and my family come down here and they will buy like grits and liver mush like like and and certain type of sausages and shit that they can't get where they are they was like we can't purchase that here so i'm gonna buy all of it up that i can here you know to take it back with me and and that's almost like a tradition and you know i've been up there and they have foods and shit that i've never heard of in my life and i'm like oh my gosh this is absolutely delicious so it's actually like a uh uh we actually can learn from each other and so that that's kind of where i am right now particularly anywhere i travel period but particularly when you're dealing with up north and up south down south it's just a difference in culture and and not to get off topic but even in rap it's a cultural difference between the north and the south because mm-hmm. you know the south had cars up north they don't have cars you know most people drive and so just the way they well certain cities certain in the cities north. right yeah. some of your major major yeah. cities not everybody but some of your major cities and so when i'm when i'm saying up north i'm talking about new york new york you, city you know yeah. yeah you know places like that where you you have massive transportation it's different than down here so even with that you you know years ago you should see the divide in in that and that also stems all the way back to here where we're up north these are the these is our life this is our life this is what we rap about we're down south this is our life this is what we rap about like i said in order versus seeing what we have in common it was that divide yeah um and the other thing i liked about that passage was just uh ida may and the way she comported herself it kind of reminds me of you how you're like unapologetically yourself in so many situations that um you know there is no like i'm let me code switch for this situation or let me tamp down myself uh for this situation and it's funny because on paper it's all the things that all these sadity ass black folks will feel embarrassed by or should feel you know uh insecure about right like but in life it's always been the opposite people like glom on to you people love you you everybody's fave all this stuff in real life it's it's like oh my god here she comes and i think it's because you are so accepting and unapologetic about being yourself in all these different situations and different rooms um that i think people are attracted to it because it does become like a constant fixture and and people don't feel like oh this person's bullshitting me right or this person is um you know like like they're they're put there i'm meeting their representative or whatever you know and i think that uh when i read that about Ida may i was like yeah i like i've seen that happen in real life where it's like you know um there's this pressure to conform but it's the person that doesn't that 
people actually say no no i I respect that person more than the person that you know comes up to me and code switches and i know that that's not the real them yeah because like i say i i am just like i said i am just me and it's been certain situations where we've not we was with me and you were like with me and some of my family and or just me out with with the co-workers stuff like that and if i belch a belch because you know i just and just keep on trucking and people like karen i'm like nigga you burp too like the fuck is this like yeah i'm not talking about that exactly i don't know <laughs> i haven't been out with you and you was just burping all over the place not but all over I the just, place i just know i'm talking about specifically like your accent and the way you carry yourself and stuff like there's there's something about it that people are more um i don't know they're drawn to it in my opinion and then it's also like somewhat that's uh, it's a bit revolutionary because you know so much of our shit is you know put on this type of makeup yeah. wear your hair like this put these heels on yeah. um you know all just all this shit you know I what know. i mean and so to have somebody kind of be like i'm not worried about that and it's mm-hmm. not i'm judging you for no, it's nope, just, it's not just judging. this is me and i'm just comfortable with this you know there's something to it that i think people are attracted to and i think it's uh you know it's against all of the things that black people call respectability and even the people that claim to be anti-respectability they don't carry themselves like that you know they still have some things that they acquiesce to because they are worried about how they're perceived all the time and um i don't know i just think that that's it just that part just reminds me of you yeah and and to an extent that makes it because that's the thing i don't I come from a non-judgmental place and I think very very people have a tendency to pick up people that are judgmental like it's just something about you that makes people feel judged but I'm like no I'm here you here wherever you are I'm fine with wherever you are and I'm not here to judge I'm not here to put you in a box you know I'm not trying to figure you out you know I'm not trying to get nothing out of you we're just here in whatever the situation is yeah so all right, let's get into the the news uh i know there's a lot of stuff going on um and people uh have heard enough reading butterflies in the sky i can go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go anywhere to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow i can be anything take a look is in a book a reading rainbow a reading rainbow a reading rainbow all right uh amanda seals will join the real as the fifth co-host good for her she guest co-hosted on the show for a while and they loved her she really connected with the audience says a source from the jazz and brand uh she will finally fill the fifth co-host spot left vacant by the singer tamir tamar braxton who left the show in 2017 since that time the producers at the real have used open seats for various celebrity guests show producers are reportedly excited to be bringing in sales who is extremely outspoken uh on uh to diversify the points of views expressed on the show with the source adding everyone is really excited about her coming on she's probably gonna fit right in to keep it trucking or she won't fit in yep and, and that's we'll the get, point we'll get we'll get snippets of her on youtube that's the point i think they probably looked at her and all the controversy she's been involved, involved in 
and uh all the things that she's constantly saying on instagram and mm-hmm. and her podcast and they said look this shit goes viral yep we, see we gotta Meg- get views we see megan mccain on the view yes sir every day there's a clip of that shit going viral because she says something that everybody don't agree with mm-hmm. and it gets contentious and guess what people click it people log it or tune in mm-hmm. and i think they're they're looking at that model because that's the one that works nobody shares clips of the view when the view is not being stupid or having some petulant ass contrarian on the staff so nope they was like whoever we picked they got to be problematic because y'all get along too well apparently yeah so i can see this working big time for them yeah that's why i said she'll fit right either way she'll fit right on she'll fit right in and go to pro she'll fit right in as far as being problematic and that's what they want so either way they're gonna it's a win-win for them she keep a job man come on she gonna get to the money okay amanda seals gets to the money y'all cannot like her but it seemed like not liking her ain't stopped her from getting a goddamn thing Mm-mm, they, they still sign it so no such thing is canceled like i think on twitter this morning she was talking about colorism or something or whatever and people was bringing it up for some reason i have no idea what was going on because i didn't want to get to the bottom of that rabbit hole mm-hmm. but i was just like she stayed trending i mean i don't even and i can't even keep up with what's the newest thing mm-hmm, that's probably how she caught their eye like once every two weeks she trending about something she done said to somebody about something mm-hmm, she's gonna be talking about them on the podcast it's gonna be lit yeah i don't know she spoke on that kenya bird shit bear shit or or what uh, i saw kenya barris has they found the cast for his new show on netflix uh um is which is kind of like blackish except i think it stars him so it's like another show about his life with like a family kind of sitcom or centered around this dude that just made it into you know upper class blackness and da 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 and everybody in the cast that he cast with him all i think it was mostly women if not all women and they were all like fair to light skin like brown to light skin and so people was like this colorism and you know you've been dealing with like your show you got mixed dish which is obviously going to have light skin people on it but then blackish has mostly a lighter cast um and so you got people that was you know going in on him um on twitter and he he tweeted something about like colorism is a tool used by the powerful to divide the powerful or something i don't know he got of course he got roasted um but uh yeah it was just i don't know if she spoke on that and that's why she was trending Mm -hmm. and talking about being light-skinned this morning or not Mm -hmm. it's just like light-skinned drama i don't know Mm you know y'all can have that yeah light-skinned light-skinned people drama i don't know much about it i don't know nothing about that um all the issues a plea for vulnerable people to come and collect free food on christmas eve german discounter aldi has pledged to give all of its unsold fresh food to charity after the stores close on christmas eve oh now to me this is a good reason to not go to aldi on christmas eve that way they have even more unsold food <laughs> yes and then more people can get it for free yeah the, the thing is all this had to grow on me because all this ain't always been down here it's been like harris teeter food line you know win dixie bilo and, and stuff like that so all these was different because i had to get used to putting a quarter in the um buggy i was like the fuck is this but i'm a little bit more used to that now and and they don't give out bags and shit i had to get used to that too i'm never gonna all this oh you haven't okay yeah i had to get used to that because i know not trying to funny the quarter thing was the thing they did up north so i went up there i was like i'm not giving you no got no y'all no goddamn quarter 
Cause who what's, got the quarter? A, what does the quarter do? To release the buggies, because they oh. actually chain the buggies up to each other. And mm. they're the only grocery chain that does that. Everybody else, you literally can pull the buggy and keep it trucking. Oh. But for there, you actually put a quarter in when you, and you put a quarter in, it releases it, and then you put your quarter in, it gives it your quarter back. Mm. But my thing is, I don't never have a quarter on me. And then you gotta bring your own bags or they give you bags or what? Oh, you gotta buy them? I think you, they could do boxes. They have like these oh. big boxes they do. And I think you can purchase bags or bring your own bags. It's, it's, it was like really different when I first went in there because I was like, the fuck is this? Uh, okay. Cool. I, I'm sorry. I was conditioned to the down south. We, we, we didn't have to do that. Good for them. Um, let's see what else happened. Um, u.s officials remove black panthers wakanda from list of trading partners why because it don't exist goddamn trump that's what i said why just keep it on there why was it even on there in the first place a google search will show you the shit is crazy <laughs> why that vibranium drop was he, somewhere, he was somewhere like okay this one's not a shithole country i saw the movie ah. um trade- all that technology we got to get a hold of it yeah, until Wednesday, the made-up East African country was listed on the drop-down menu for the Agricultural Department's Foreign Agricultural Services tra- ter- Tariff Tracker, along with Colombia, Costa Rica, Dominican Republic, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, Nicaragua, and Pan- Panama and Peru. The department said the comic book country was added to a system while it was conducting testing. Over the past few weeks, the Foreign Agricultural Service staff who maintain the tariff tracker have been using test files to ensure that the system is running properly. Oh, so they just make up names sometimes? The Wakanda information should have been removed after testing and has now been taken down. (sighs) So they just make up names, So, but whoever was supposed to be sure it was up to date didn't do their job. Yeah, that's what happened. Are you sure? Are you sure? He was just like, leave it in there maybe wakanda exists and uh they're trying to hide it from us they are trying to let me know where it is i I want my wakanda passport i wouldn't blame them trying not to let us go why why introduce all this into your life right you fuck around and get what you want nothing but white folks out there democrats introduced bill to study the impact of sex trafficking law a group of democrats including elizabeth warren on tuesday introduced a bill to study the effects of a recent sex trafficking law on the health and safety of sex workers in the u.s the safe sex worker study act which calls for the government to conduct a wide-ranging study into the experiences of sex workers emerges in response to evidence that sex a sex trafficking bill signed into law last year has dismantled vital online ecosystems for people engaged in consensual and often life-sustaining work in the sex industry the controversial bill dubbed sesta foster sesta foster made it uh easier to target websites with legal action for enabling sex trafficking online but it also effectively cut off services that allow sex workers to communicate and organize online as lawmakers were responsible for examining the unintended consequences of all legislation and that includes any impact sesta foster may have had on the ability of sex workers to protect themselves from physical and financial abuse warren who warren said who has uh, faced criticism over some of her previous positions on sex work uh the legislation was introduced by warren representative uh ro Khanna, democrat california who represents silicon valley uh barbara lee and ron wyden uh helped write the original statute of uh sesta um 
fast foster um that it diluted i guess uh warren is the only co- co-sponsor who voted for sesta foster last year um yeah because you're not gonna get the, the way shit is now you're not gonna get these politicians to fucking admit they were wrong or them in this shit and warren's doing it probably because she's running for president and the people on twitter have told her this is a big deal and she's one of the few politicians that's actually really listening mm-hmm. to twitter yeah most of them don't care Connor and Leah Wyden all voted no on the legislation uh, over a variety of concerns about whether it will harm free speech online and result in discrimination against sex workers. Warren is co-introducing the bill as she continues to face scrutiny from sex workers over a number of issues including her reluctance to call for decriminalizing sex work and a piece of legislation she co-sponsored in 2017 that critics say would enable banks to discriminate against sex workers. Yeah. Yeah that bank that bank stuff is some bullshit it's also kind of interesting because um biden and 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 sanders don't even really have to answer to this Mm-mm. at all like no i don't even know their track record on these things or people ain't asking if anyone cares they don't wow. it's always the most liberal person that gets kind of pushed on these things because they've shown some capacity to care but then it turns into an albatross around their neck and then it be- it becomes a thing where people who where this is their issue their main issue they are pushing so hard on like one or two candidates that you know would be willing to hear them out and possibly be willing to do something about it that it's almost like they become eroded by negative will immediately and so they can't turn it around so even with her and this study being like okay let's look at the impact people are saying that this is actually a bad thing it's not going to stop sex trafficking it's going to exacerbate it it's been a year let's go ahead and study it and see what the conclusions were because so much of this stuff is political theory even when it's bad right even when it doesn't work out um but i wonder if it's too late for her to even you know no matter what comes of this if it's too late because people are like i've been talking shit about your ass for a year i'm not coming off of what i said fuck you nope and then you know a lot of people have that philosophy which is very frustrating i i understand you know keep that same energy and all this and all that but you know sometimes it gets to the point where it's not realistic and you know you almost to the point where you're a, a, a caricature Okay. Well, I, well, what caricature yourself? Yeah, caricature. Mm-hmm. yeah right, right. Because yeah. you, it's to the point where it's like you're so woke that you're stupid. Like, like this, like this does not make sense. I understand you pushing your mm-hmm. issues. I understand you pushing your points, but it's like this angle needs to be, needs to be at everybody. But they, like you said, they focus on one or two and don't hold these other people up to the same standards. Yeah, my question then becomes: What happens when the person does listen? Because I think that's the stage that seems to be the most um it doesn't happen as often but when it does happen it seems like no one's prepared for it and elizabeth warren shows that she listens to people and not just in this instance but in several other instances and i think to me that's why i think she's such a great candidate is not because she's some mistake-free never fucked up person which is you know i i still go back to uh obama spoiled a lot of people who will they won't realize it for years it'll be some of them will die and they won't realize they were spoiled by obama just because he was young energetic hip and he didn't really have a track record to go well you're wrong about this and you're wrong about that but you know when you're fucking 73 you the only thing you got is a track record yep and you're not gonna be right at every stage of your life at 73 
you're not going to have 2019 uh ideals for the entirety of your life at some point you know you're gonna it's gonna be some shit people go well you compromised on this or you you know you 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 picked wrong in this thing right anyway um i do think that uh i i prefer the realism of somebody who's like okay i thought that this was a thing that would protect sex workers and women from sex trafficking and stuff and people are telling me i'm wrong let's study it let's find out and if i'm wrong then let's do let's change that law you know let's take it off the bit let's like fit find another way and i think stuff like this study are the first steps for actual change you know the same thing happened with reparations they're now studying reparations and the impact but you have to study the impact of how much economically slavery has cost people and uh, and racism has cost you after that and jim crow and you know so you have to study these things to have an answer because if not then we're just like that like we're even less prepared to have an answer and to have legislation than we are after a study you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. it's like it's like it's like someone coming up to you and saying what do you think about marriage and someone saying uh i would like to go shopping for a ring like one one of the like i'm gonna look at my finances and see what kind of ring i can afford there's still a step further than just the theory of one day maybe we can talk about it you know agreed anyway uh we'll see what happens with with this i i i I think people will come at her probably and say she's a hypocrite for changing her mind or for you know saying well now i want to look at it and they'll go you didn't listen to us in the first place but i think they'll be missing the bigger point which is she's willing to listen now and not just that but she you know they're putting a study together to to get definitive answers but sometimes it's very frustrating because you individual you grow you change you evolve you you make mistakes learn from your mistakes and politicians do it the same way too but it's like they're not allowed to go through that in front of us it's like you know this goes completely against human nature so that's why i say you know and and it's not to dismiss and it's not to write off i understand i the people pushing need to push but sometimes i'll go y'all motherfuckers are stupid like what the arguments make no sense they made a mistake they fucked up okay they're actually correcting it and i understand you being mad because of the outcome but just like you didn't know the outcome they didn't know the outcome because like i said on the show yesterday the x factor is human being behavior like you putting these laws on human beings and sometimes you do not know how they're going to respond and when they respond a certain way you go let's study let's test let's see what the numbers do and let's grow let's the, our, our laws allow us to to amend to change to revo- like this goes along with what you say you want but do you really want it or do you just want to complain some of them because they're actually doing the thing that the system was designed to do yeah some of them are you know i, I just think people are impatient and you're going to be impatient when something's impacting you you know we we have our own issues that i'm sure if, uh, they'll come up at some point on the show where it's like i don't want y'all to study this we do it all the time we agree the, the results of this study it's like we've been new so if for people in the sex working industry they feel that way agree like i've been new i don't really like i'm mad and and that's that anger is fine but like i said i don't know that um i think we get so used to being angry when someone does broach toward when someone listens to us it's like we get we can't stop being angry and i think 
that's a real issue and a hurdle for a lot of a lot of people who are either marginalized oppressed or dealing with whatever type of shit it's something that we never consider because we're so in the other side of things now where people say all your anger is valid your emotions come first don't tone police me you know we're so over there now that it's like but is it productive which is the number one question to me and it's like many times the anger isn't productive when someone does start listening to you and you're still yelling in their face and they go okay i now you just sound crazy and i can't i don't know how to deal right and 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 that's my point it's okay to be angry it's okay for these feelings and yes your feelings are valid because like you said i have topics too that i'm like that on but at the same time i go okay you're angry now what what do you do now what where do you go are you looking in the resources to change it are you connecting with people like okay now what or do you just like to stay in the state of anger there is a difference yeah i absolutely agree with you um so we'll see man like like i said i haven't seen the response to this necessarily i've seen a few people say it was good i i I remember i I posted on facebook and then like one of the i'll just say good because it is good to me Mm -hmm. and then some one of the responses was like people you know this is terrible people hate these laws and da 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 and i'm like right that's why they're doing the study and right they they need numbers and statistics you know but i think like like you said people like to go back to when they were mad or whatever and you can't get past that right because a person isn't the sum of their shortcomings and you can't make people stay there like no matter how much you want to control the narrative if someone's trying to progress there's a lot of us out here willing to watch it and give them credit for it and hopefully bring them along right and also your feelings feelings does not equal statistics <laughs> feelings mm-hmm. in certain situations do not equal facts yeah because anecdotally you might feel away right but, you, but you, the numbers help right right. they help yeah. validate your feelings so now i felt this way i see the numbers the numbers validate how i feel so now i can take these numbers and actually push the things that i want to push right. based off of these facts but, not just based off of how i feel right but of course it's easy to say that um when you're distant from something agree like we're not sex workers so right our friend didn't die because of this law uh, so yeah. so so you're gonna have people that's gonna not be able to 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 just look at it like you know okay well let's do a study and we'll see some people are looking at this shit like man fuck you i told you what would happen this is what happened people ain't here no more people been in danger mm-hmm. and they don't want to hear the shit but my thing is those people kind of can't be involved in the process then after a certain point because at some point it is going to be a code thing and i and i and this is not something i say just about sex work i say this about shit that affects me all right i say this Same. about about race shit there's mm-hmm. sometimes where i'm like i'm too emotional to fucking be in this room all right i got to go when y'all do the calculations of my life you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i totally get it man but i i think that's a, a step in the right direction and you know agreed hope, hopefully one 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 year from all this we can you know one year in distant from all this we can look back and be like good we fucking decriminalized sex work and started you know protecting people in a in a way that work that works that that's my goal one day because it's fucking ridiculous because the thing is once you decriminalize it and you actually simplify and, and and allow things to be in place where you have two consensual adults and things like that all this child uh sex ring you can actually eliminate a lot of that shit or either you know you can actually 
put more effort into them versus two consensual grown as adults yeah and, and even with all that stuff with sex work like you still gonna end up with some outliers and you're gonna end up with some people that's still not happy and there's gonna be people that you know don't like it when it is regulated like it's gonna always be some you're talking about big solutions to things that are never gonna be one size fits all you know so so it's gonna always be inadequate to someone but i just know what they're doing right now is inadequate to everyone yes um energy drinks increase stroke risk by 500 percent as a regular heartbeat sore what type of energy drinks just all of them energy drinks could increase a person's risk of having a stroke by 500 percent as addictions are causing a rise in the regular heartbeats claim oh experts. they're talking about them five hour energy things yes karen okay Sh- shocking figures from the british soft drinks association reveal the volume of energy drinks consumed in the uk increased from 463 million liters in 2010 to 679 million liters in 2017 the uk market for energy drinks is now worth a staggering two billion pounds a year it is thought the rise in the energy drink consumption is linked to the rise in arrhythmia and uh, an abnormal heart rhythm which increases the risk of stroke fivefold wow because i've never had one i never wanted one um i remember when i used to waitress years ago some of those servers would like do double shifts and triple shifts and shit like that and they would do those things and they would talk about how they would feel they would they would talk about how you know they would feel like their heart skipping i was like i'm not doing that bullshit no yeah i had a co-worker that used to drink them when he went clubbing and stuff and then he would be up all night and get no sleep and then come into work and be tired as fuck and it used to really bother me on fridays when we had to do like the payroll check run and all this type of shit because uh his ass would be damn near sleeping i'm in the room fucking manually doing these checks by almost by myself right um but yes it's 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 crazy uh it says um the stimulus containing caffeine can trigger um this uh arrhythmia uh six or seven coffees a day could do it but these energy drinks carry a really high risk uh mark horseman 52 spoke about the terrifying experience of arrhythmia which left him thinking he was about to die the construction manager from brighton consumed around eight cups of coffee a day and three cans of red bull to keep him going after downing two cans of red bull in a row he described how he felt a booming sound and beat coming from his heart he said it was absolutely terrifying my heart was beating very fast then would miss a beat and then it would boom uh the gp a gp diagnosed mark with an extra or ectotopic uh, ectopic heartbeat um as a result of his excessive caffeine and energy drinking habit the energy drink habit mark immediately cut out all energy drinks of caffeine and he said he thinks the drink should be banned and also we live in a world now and i can speak for americans where uh work 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 you know americans we take the least amount of time off of work we have pto time we giving people we giving fucking companies back every year that expires mm-hmm. and so people are literally working themselves 50 60 70 80 some people over 100 hours a week you're not sleeping a lot of people are, uh, have have sleep deprivation problems a lot of people they have insomnia problems where they're up half of the night and they can't sleep so a lot of times 
when these things happen they take this as substitute to make help them function through the day it is not healthy and it's, it is pushed towards us like you're feeling tired you're feeling tired you're feeling tired sometimes there might be other factors it might be diet it might be your lack of water it might be other factors that are causing lack of sleep yeah lack of sleep yeah, some people don't sleep and so you you do these things to substitute sometimes just from flat sleeping you know a lot of people you know i sleep when i'm dead no bitch i'm sleeping now yeah what i think is interesting is uh we were just coming off of like a week or two ago talking about lizzo and then everybody starts doing the fake like i care about your health type stuff because of course all fat people are unhealthy blah 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 but then something like energy drink consumption you can't look at somebody and be like they drink two red bulls a day Mm-mm. you know and they could literally be 500 times risk of stroke we're not talking about banning these drinks Mm-mm. we're not talking about regulating the drinks that we're not putting warnings on the commercials they, they don't. no one's concerned about this shit because you can drink an energy drink and you don't look fat right so that's, so that's it but that's what that's the first thing it made me think about was like damn if you know people be like if, if being fat causes any level of health risk you should no one should be fat but then right. you can if you need to drink a red bull to go to the gym hey that's just the thing that, that that's fine you going to the gym or whatever so yeah those things aren't fda approved are they, they just yeah get, i'm sure they are though. okay i mean at least in america they probably gotta be that's true um I mean, you don't mean it's good for you but yeah as fda fda approved as coffee or you know whatever mountain dew you know um let's see what else happens um uh oh harvey weinstein reached a 25 million dollar deal with sexual assault accusers now this does not mean that nothing criminal will happen to him Mm -mm. because there are a couple people who were not involved in this settlement who uh still have separate lawsuits against him and stuff yes sir um but yeah he paid 25 million dollars the settlement would essentially bring an end to every lawsuit against him and his former company pending the court, court approval and final sign off by all all parties but Weinstein himself won't be footing the bill instead the 20 25 million dollars of reparations will be paid by various insurance companies representing the now bankrupt Weinstein company yeah that rape insurance we were talking about before they yeah. got to pay that shit out the question i have is if the company's bankrupt oh wait no 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 they'll get it yeah their 25 million dollar settlement will be part of an overall 47 million dollar settlement to close out all the company's remaining obligations so they will get their money Mm -hmm. but yeah you know i and and this is the truth man like a lot of times when it's these rich powerful people you gotta settle for money because you ain't getting justice nope you know they can tie your ass up in the courts for years and years and years they can disrupt your life they can you know because you are going fucking bankrupt especially in trials like this they put you on the stand essentially right like they start talking about your sexual history trying to find every embarrassing thing about you and all this stuff and um yeah i can kind of see how um you know you especially as a group you'd be like let's just take the fucking money and leave it at that and you know hopefully someone else gets them now the question i do wonder about is does this open up the bill cosby type thing where they're not allowed to testify in another person's trial probably so because if so because if so then the only way to get them to testify would be if he violates the nda 
or something like that or comes out and claims his innocence and all this shit so we'll see with these rich powerful men you never know because sometimes they 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 give they you know this really didn't cost him any money Mm-mm. so you know a lot of times they'll come out and say something stupid later and then we all go into court so we'll, we'll see because believe you me all them people's lawyers and even them gonna be watching everything he does if he cracks up oh it's gonna be on the pop and they go i got your money and i'm testifying yeah so we'll see what happens with that um let's see um an employer's patience test goes viral for all the wrong reasons uh apparently this is just uh this the long and short of it uh there was a story where um yeah based on a real life story a man named mr uh doubles told his followers the story of a boss testing candidate's patients by making them wait almost 12 hours for an interview according to the story six candidates came for an interview at 7 a.m they were asked to wait by 3 p.m only three were left and then by 6 p.m when the employer finally came to see them there were only two and they both got the job hey man this ain't the motherfucking this ain't hogwarts the fuck is this no i got shit to do yeah well the other people were in situations where they couldn't wait 12 fucking hours on a whim of you who could have done this at any time and decided i'm fucking with people today that's why you scheduled this shit so you can get people in and out don't you want to schedule as many people as possible so to be sure you get the best candidate yeah the test was the interview a test of patience patience my ass you're an asshole what if what if the two people that were there were the dumbest people because they had nothing else to do because nobody can depend on them for shit like what does that have what does that mean yeah you get them in there and they're the worst for the job that's so stupid man i hope that's not true agreed nearly seven hundred thousand people will lose food stamps with the usda work requirement change that sound about right trump administration's rule change will limit states abilities to provide residents access to food stamps it was on the ballot trump administration wednesday formalized work requirements for recipients of food stamps a move that will cause hundreds of thousands of people to lose access to the supplemental nutrition assistance program or snap agricultural secretary sonny purdue and brandon lips the uh, deputy undersecretary for the usda's food nutrition and consumer services spent about 18 minutes on a call with reporters outlining the changes to the rule that will take effect april 1st we're taking action to reform our snap program in order to restore the dignity of work to a sizable segment of our population and be respectful of the taxpayers who fund the program so you think people on snap don't want to fucking work right or don't work already right they're working poor but this is the republican idea of poverty this is the republican idea of what capitalism is why capitalism is so fucked up is that well the assumption is everything is lotted out based on merit so if people are at the top they're obviously the most meritable people they're they're the best and the people at the bottom they're obviously the worst and they have the worst habits and it's all their fault and this is what happens when you buy into that mentality right americans are generous people who believe it is their responsibility to help their fellow citizens when they encounter a difficult stretch that's the commitment behind snap but like other welfare programs it was never intended to be a way of life they always say that um the usda most people are on it for life most average person needs just a little bit of help but they don't want to give you a little bit of help they just like you either need to have nothing or either you (coughs) don't qualify for shit 
the usda rule change affects people between the ages of 18 and 49 who are childless and not disabled under current rules this group is required to work at least 20 hours a week but more than three months over uh a but for for more than three months over a 36 month period to qualify for food stamps but states have been able to create waivers for areas that face high unemployment right which means they can't get jobs because the jobs ain't there and the people cannot afford to just move the new rule would limit states from waiving those standards instead restricting their use to those areas that have a six percent unemployment rate or higher the national unemployment rate in october was 3.6 percent um during the call wednesday the usda said that about 688,000 people would lose access to food stamps that's down from its earlier estimate of 750 people 750,000 people um the usda said that this was an extension of the president donald trump's april 2018 executive order called reducing poverty in america by promoting opportunity and economic mobility so it's opposite the bill is the fucking opposite of what the hell they talking about just like them family love first shit be like no nah, we'll actually we don't give a fuck about your family but we're gonna put it on there like we family love first right they, they always do that a million moms is really like three dudes in in iowa you know um yeah like somebody say they do know crime will go up these people don't disappear just because you don't feed them the way they name the programs is so funny too because it's always like yeah we're gonna cut hiv prevention um we're gonna cut hiv prevention education in schools and in the clinics and what are we gonna call the act uh the hiv education through a life experience um bill it's like well wait aren't you just saying that people are gonna end up getting hiv and that's how they're gonna learn their lesson mm-hmm. uh well we just think you know we want to give them the dignity of hiv that's all like that's that's the way they treat the shit is like we'll just do the opposite thing that we just uh the family keep them together act well what is that well we just gonna cut everybody uh who is on government assistance that uh the family if you don't have both people in the house with a job we're gonna make those families be apart so we're gonna kick the man out of the house unless he gets a job but if he gets a job he can stay you know like something like that and you're like mm-hmm. that's that program is the opposite of what you just called it right anyway reducing poverty in america by promoting wow yeah like you say these areas now areas of the country with an unemployment rate is through the roof in certain cities like the state might be fine but certain populations particularly people particularly places where the a lot of the mills shut down where everybody worked there a lot of the car plants shut down where everybody worked there you know they moving these jobs out of the country like that that shit matters so now you have these people that like you say they're childless like that's the thing too i realized this years ago you ain't got no kids it's a real big fuck you like like and that's that's how they quote unquote push people into having children they don't want sometimes because they're like well look only way we're gonna be able to help you or give you anything decent you got to have kids because even with this you don't even stay on it the whole time it's you get it so many months out of the year well you know it's that economic anxiety that makes him vote for trump which is then why he turns around and saves the country 5.5 billion dollars over five years according to the government Woo, saving that money now uh if you're keeping up with that tax cut he gave us last year it's not actually gonna save us anything no it's no it's not in in fact 
the the working population is actually paying more in taxes and the people and the companies making the bazillion dollars is actually paying less and they are the people that actually need to fund more because they are like the corporations and shit that actually don't give a fuck about people that's cutting people out was out here in walmart be like you know instead of paying you the time and a half here's a gift card to to spend money back here bitch no pay me yep um let's see um a man fatally shoots his sister on thanksgiving after she unfriended him on facebook oh that's a little too seriously well this is what people encourage people to do um i've seen the tweets and the facebook statuses you know tell your uncle that's make america great again blah 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 thanksgiving you know don't be claiming to be my friend and then you friends because with your uncle that got da 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 and then they unfriend the motherfucker and now they get dead and not a cookie is in sight for any allies okay they just dead a family in alaska has been left devastated in the wake of a deadly thanksgiving shooting that left a 23 year old woman dead and her older brother charged with a murder uh 27 year old moses tony crow last week was arrested after he allegedly shot his younger sister amanda rose owen on thanksgiving day shooting stemmed from her decision to unfriend him on facebook tragedy unfolded once authorities received two 911 calls the first from owen's uncle the second from crow's grandmother owen's uncle said that he heard a pop while cooking the family's holiday meal and later discovered that what he believed to be his niece suffered from a bullet wound as a result of an accidental shooting at the time he reported she was unconscious but breathing however crow's grandmother witnessed the shooting and detailed the incident to authorities refuting the claim that the shooting was accidental she claimed that as she was sitting on her bed speaking to owen who was seated adjacent holding her one-year-old son oh <gasps> crow entered the bedroom visibly upset over owen's alleged decision to unfriend or block him on facebook according to the grandmother crow then pulled a weapon from his coat presumably a gun although the grandmother could not be sure what the object was at first glance he then aimed a pistol at owen's head and shot her while she was holding the child authorities responded to the scene around 315 p.m um Despite the grandmother's account, Crow continues to claim that the shooter was accidental, resulting in the twirling the pistol around his finger when mm-hmm. it went off. Mm-hmm. He shot her. Mm-mm. I believe grandma. Yeah. Why I, was your grandma lie? I believe grandma. You was mad. You was upset. You sh- twirling. You shot her with her child in her motherfucking hands. What the? What is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see what else happened out here, guys. Um. And now we get a hundred. I don't care what the race is. I'm fuck with. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you on that one, buddy. Matter of fact, why don't we do that then? Let's just go in the fuck with black people. <laughs> Even though those people weren't black, still fucked with. Yes, still fuck with. We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with, with black people. people that's right guys time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles make us feel fuck with the wheel sign point scores zero to 100 intervals 25 today's contestants everybody um and occasionally i give some hydro cars um <laughs> medical students send a message with plantation photo we are our ancestors wildest dreams more than a dozen medical students from Tulane University post, posed at a former slave quarters in the hopes of inspiring others. Oh, yeah, I, I've seen mixed reviews of this. Um, I've seen a lot of wokey wokes. 
uh come down on these women these black women for doing this um uh sydney labatt 24 and 14 of her tulane university classmates posed at the whitney plantation in wallace louisiana um I, I could y'all see the picture mm-hmm. okay cool um yeah um the so the thing for me uh is i i don't have a problem with this to be frank me either and um i'm not saying i'm necessarily inspired by it but i i'm I'm not sitting around like mad at them you know i saw people adding extra shit like your ancestors dream wasn't for you to be elitist with your degrees or some i don't like i didn't pick up any elitism from it or shitting on black people by them doing this um i don't think it's the same thing as white people having weddings at plantations because this is a direct thing this is literally a direct acknowledgement of the atrocities that happen at plantations correct and saying listen we're going into the medical field to try to change this and to try to be a fulfillment of this vision uh we're using our knowledge as black women for the our communities and 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 to help people um i think being a doctor is something that is laudable i think it's mm-hmm. difficult very to um to achieve you know so i you know a lot of school a lot of a lot of stuff like that um and lastly it is some ancestors wildest dream mm-hmm. our ancestors weren't a monolith they weren't all mlk or whatever the fuck like you think the wildest dreams are like some people's wildest dreams was to be a uh, shit i'm reading about george uh oh no robert pershing uh who fucking his life long thing was to be a doctor and he was not able to fucking practice almost anywhere he went because he was black in america he went to school he did went overseas fucking jim crow followed him overseas and the fucking racist officers there wouldn't let this man be a doctor the way he was supposed to he was delivering babies on people's kitchen floors and shit you know like it's not a game and you know that's and he wasn't even a slave he was just a guy you know during a certain era that wanted to be a doctor i think he was like 1950s or 60s and he was still going through that so slave people that were slaves had even more hurdles and even you know dreams that probably were even quote unquote smaller to us now but shit at the time it was it was pretty fucking revolutionary so yeah they probably never thought they'd see a fucking black doctor y'all know the reason the tuskegee experiments were really allowed to go on for so long is partially because black people couldn't get a fucking doctor like just the odds of a a doctor coming through and wanting to treat you as a black person a fucking unsophisticated uh you know farmer or something like that that didn't have a lot of money the idea of a doctor taking interest in your health was pretty much non-existence so even with them letting the fucking effects of i believe was syphilis ravage these people and many some of them dying from the causes of it related cause uh related symptoms and and uh and, and um you know some of the some of the things that it causes um even with that there were there were black people that were happy in the tuskegee experiments because the idea of a doctor coming and checking on you every week taking a sample asking about because they also would 
cure what they will also fix and work on everything that wasn't syphilis related so like they did give you medicine for other things other ailments and the average black person didn't even get that Mm -mm. so these black people felt some level of privilege and luck to be involved in a fucking program that we know is a diabolical experiment that's the level of treatment that the people were getting and so yes a doctor that is black that seemingly has your best interest in mind would be somebody's wildest dream i I don't i don't get the anger at these women it's like people do some shit and then we just have to be angry all the time Mm -hmm. and i don't get it yeah the extra wokes yeah um just thinking about being a black doctor in america i think more people should see this ledette 33 told nbc news the second year med student visit uh first visited the site with her daughter and a friend last summer and shared the impression it made on him with classmates sydney labat and others i came back and talked about it with sydney and the classmates and i said we should go in all black in our white coats everybody was on board on saturday 16 members of tulane's national uh, student national medical association made the trip from new orleans to the former plantation which is about 50 miles west uh get a get a head start on the morning's top story okay that's some other shit seeing that many black people (laughs) study uh students and training um in one photo was striking in a place that was dedicated to our ancestors and their struggles we knew this photo was going to make people stop and really think i can say for myself i definitely get emotional got emotional throughout the experience yeah i don't want to belittle these people and also if you so woke that this did nothing for you because you already thought about all this okay well somebody else might be inspired by it or get more from it than you did i i don't know it just seemed like the need to shit on these people was so so strong in folks they can't help themselves yeah, that permanently that permanent place of anger and i don't know how old you know second year med students are but mm-hmm. i mean you know they're not that fucking old you know this 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 might inspire them and and people their age and stuff mm-hmm the uh, dad hosts the message gets to those who feel a lack of representation in and out of the classroom there are babies kids in high school right now they don't have these images in the classroom they don't have the image of someone black in a white coat uh the first thing they see is a white doctor these kids need somebody who looks like them in an image in the classroom that's the other thing when does the representation matter and when does it not because right. we went from there's not enough representation in a fucking movie and there's not enough representation in uh corporate america and there's not enough representation in this and that and this and this so then you have some people it's like we're gonna be black doctors that take a picture to show people like look at us together look at this thing you can accomplish some kid may see this um they may even wonder about the significance of it being on a plantation they may they may learn about things from that angle i I just don't see how this is a a a bad thing necessarily i think it stems with the fact that it's a plantation and niggas have you know some niggas have their things about history and plantations and shit like that it's almost like how can i say not to sound what i'm gonna say it some niggas are like some of the white supremacists you just want to erase fucking history you want to erase slavery you want to erase blackness you want to act like that shit just never 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 existed because it fucking made you feel bad but you cannot erase it it's a fact and it happened yeah so this didn't bother me at all man i, I give it a zero I, I actually think it's good and um you know the thing like while it might not be for me it 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 doesn't harm me in any way and i'm just not one of those people that the mere mention of plantations drives me to like you know to just going you know like fuck out all this but karen zero to 100 
oh i'm not fuck with it all and, and, and my thing is you know i i i understand for some people this is the heavy and all that stuff but y'all but most people don't try to erase it but some people like i said they just want to erase it act like this shit don't exist and i have a problem with those people yeah i think also people haven't reconciled how they really feel about shit and they they we have all this flowery language to cover shit up now it's, everything's got a word you know mm-hmm. it's violent it, i'm triggered it's this it's that and some of the shit is like you, you said on the show before sometimes it just made you feel something and that's okay it's okay it's like right. feelings are a part of life and sometimes you're supposed to feel shit and that's you the know? end you, you don't need to get a, a warning or a hug like sometimes it's just you, hey sometimes life smacks you in the motherfucking face and you got to look at it and deal with that bullshit and i, I think also just low-key i'm just so fucking sick of i'm just sick of like this reflexive hating of each other like they decided to do this and i'm not harmed by it i'm okay mm-hmm. with it it doesn't unless I, unless there was some statement where they were talking about how black people ain't shit i just don't see what 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 would make me angry about them doing this um they're not hurting or harming nobody yeah um our hair is still an issue sisters banned from black nutcracker over braids um yes yeah, in news one um apparently a harlem mother is voicing her concerns as her two daughters were recently banned from a production of the black nutcracker because they chose to wear their hair in braids uh px11 pix11 reports the nine-year-old april and ten-year-old brooke will not be able to participate in the production which is being put on by uptown dance academy uh the mother uh lisa skinner said that the rules of the dance company are that students must secure their hair for safety reasons however her daughters were apparently told that their hair cannot be in braids even if it is placed in a bun per the suggested safety precaution skinner said that the teacher and school founder robin williams also a black woman informed her that if her daughters were to have their hair in braids they would not be permitted to participate in the performance they were expelled from the school because i would not adhere to this ludicrous policy and she said to me then i will send you a refund of your ticket purchase money said skinner her daughters who have been attending the dance academy for three years are confused as to why their hair is an issue if they are complying with the school's policy right it's a black nutcracker it'd be different if it were the original nutcracker said brooke my my braids i really like them they described me her sister april also said my hair is part of myself and myself i was born with this type of hair the two aspiration aspiring dancers said that they will not allow us to discourage them from pursuing what they love which is dance their mother's already begun to look for another program to enroll brooke and april in yeah it's 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 fucked up all the way around um and i do understand the mother's perspective going and it would still be fucked up if it was the original one because odds are you probably have a majority white cast and you could see okay this is racism from from the mama's perspective but she go no nah, y'all black just like me so what is the fucking problem here yeah um a hundred same i i just don't understand how this is so fucking uh i i just don't understand what what was the problem here it's not a fucking problem they made it a problem that's the thing this shit is so dumb that y'all make something a problem that wasn't a motherfucking problem it wasn't a problem with them babies having their hair as long as they had it tied up you know according to whatever your rules were what is the fucking problem and this is in new york where they just passed a law that you can finally not be discriminated against your hair in the workplace but i guess at school what we still do over police people's bodies now we can do it uh all right let's do last one fucking niggers 
racist nypd cop jailed for breaking into a black woman's home straight to the point a drunken nypd officer in tennessee got a slap on the wrist after he broke into a black woman's home calling her and her son the n-word and threatening to hurt them despite the egregious nature of his offense michael j reynolds was only set to spit to spend a couple of weeks in jail for terrorizing kenise halliburton and her four-year-old and her four sons in nashville as many horror stories start out nowadays an airbnb was involved reynolds was renting one from a friend for a friend's bachelor party in september when according to the tennessean he began kicking in the front door of halliburton's next door 12 south uh, area home and charging to the middle of the night um so he entered the wrong place yeah video surveillance taken from the neighbor's ring camera shows reynolds screaming and threatening the family and using racial slurs after breaking in halliburton said that her dogs tried to bite reynolds but that he would not be deterred he kept coming down the hall she said nothing was holding him back he was like this is my motherfucking house before the surveillance footage showed reynolds threatening them with racist physical violence try to shoot me and i'll break every fucking bone in your fucking neck reynolds says before calling them fucking niggers reynolds was not arrested until days later even though halliburton called 911 the police arrived after the nypd's cops illegal racist and violent outburst despite those facts reynolds was sentenced to just two weeks in jail and three years probation in classic and very privileged form reynolds tried to blame his racism and violence on the alcohol Mm-mm. blame Mm-mm. it on the goose it's got you feeling loose Mm-mm. Mm-mm. because if they would have fucking blown your head off or fucking entering their home it all hell would have got them broke loose well you sound kind of upset over there Karen. i am this don't is some it, bullshit well just just keep it under control i don't want you to give it too high a score the <laughs> tennessee the tennessee reported that the cop testified that he thought halliburton's home was the his was the house that he and his friends several of whom are also nypd cops rented next door oh okay well as long as you thought it was the house you rented you can run in there and say this is my fucking house fucking niggers i get it it was unclear that what reynolds current employment status was at the nypd probably a promotion i think that's what's what we've learned over the years but the tennessean listed him as having worked patrol in manhattan and wrote that he was suspended for 30 days from his job and although he had been decommissioned okay. he, he was still employed at the police officer at nypd in new york city you got a 30-day vacation probably it was the latest collision of racism on airbnb and blah 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 uh karen zero to a hundred hundred all right um i give it a 75 no i give it 75 because why don't you give it your cards karen <laughs> exactly i only get 75s now karen because no I, we're not gonna I do just, this i decided that 75s is just that's as high as i'm willing to go no matter how bad the shit gets you can call <laughs> a black woman and her four sons fucking niggers and i just 75 arbitrarily i'm just that's that's what it's worth <laughs> no okay 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 <laughs> okay okay fine you and jl win a fucking jacar thank you thank you that's all i ever wanted you and jl win that's my christmas present okay because fuck that motherfucking cop fuck him yes you <laughs> Nigga. The car is all around. You breaking my goddamn house. Fuck you. That's why I don't got a gun. I blow your goddamn brains out. Yes. Blow his brains out with the fire from some dragons. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
it's a christmas miracle y'all we finally got a jacaris out of karen yes fuck him i was wondering what God. the fuck i had to read goddamn alcohol fuck you wrong house right scare them people to death right and and if her her sons would have attacked you in any way shape form or fashion mm-hmm. there they would have gone to jail longer than you why is he still a fucking officer i don't understand if they didn't have the fucking ring camera video footage recording it they would have been in trouble because you know it would have been they word against his i'm blue lives matter you know uh all right y'all let's get into uh some guess the race uh gotta start wrapping this bad boy up now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time but it but that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read the place new arguments from all over the globe we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and of course everyone listening plays along and is a racist all right let's check the, the the stories and get into this one suspect in campus feces attacks is granite bail a 23 year old man accused of dumping buckets of fecal matter on people in three separate incidents last month was released on bells wednesday afternoon after spending three weeks behind bars now you guess you can't keep him indefinitely <laughs> apparently not investigators previously said an unknown male walked into the university of toronto's robarts library no wait is this the same dude wait we may have covered this already didn't he okay. do this in california too oh the same person hold on two similar incidents reported at york university kill campus in november 24th and outside u of t building of south college street university hmm, hmm. this might be the same dude hmm. i'm gonna skip this one okay he was black but i think that's the same i've never seen a black man get away with this much crime right stomach buckets of shit on people and just walking around who's walking around wow oh man okay well, maybe just is that a candidate thing i don't know no no that happened in the sta- here in the states my bad put the buckets around behind glass or something you know so they can't bomb st pete woman <laughs> a st pete woman stabbed her boyfriend with surgical scissors while he was in the hospital bed jesus oh no a st petersburg woman is facing a felony charge after police say she stabbed her boyfriend with surgical scissors while he was in a hospital bed tania wait tania tania d sharad 18 is charged with aggravated battery with a weapon after the incident which occurred november 19th an arrest report lists the address of the incident as they i don't know i'm not going to the house according to the report <laughs> sharad's boyfriend was in the hospital bed at around 10 30 p.m that day sharad was with him and started arguing with him over suspected infidelity sharad became irate when her boyfriend wouldn't let her see his phone she then picked up a pair of surgical scissors that were in the hospital room and began stabbing the victim in the right thigh causing multiple puncture wounds sis break up with him okay we do not leave him okay just leave him boo it ain't ain't worth worth it it. no who want to date a man you got stabbed in the leg to see his phone the report did not indicate why her boyfriend was in the hospital in the first place 
i hope it wasn't something she did to put him in there she was arrested december 4th booked on felony charge of aggravated domestic battery with a deadly weapon she's been held um fifteen thousand dollars bail uh a written plea of not guilty has been entered on her behalf <laughs> but you got the the staff there you did that shit it's a setup karen guess the race black karen's going with black let's check the chat room see what they believe so black okay okay uh her ancestors wildest dreams come true yeah i think those are more of her and scissors dreams uh uh name hard to pronounce black paid the hospital bill with obamacare black didn't learn how to spell her name till she was 10 black and then black a bunch in a row i think everyone went black everyone you got it correct Mm This ain't no Grant Hill, Tania. Apparently not. Or is that Tamia? I, I think don't that's know. Tamia. Uh, anyway, that's uh, the stabber in question. Uh, allegedly. Oh, uh, I, don't see, I don't see it yet. Oh, it's not showing up? Oh, I don't see it. Hold on. At least I don't see it. Okay. Y'all uh, see it, chat room? Why is it saying on my screen that it's showing it? But okay, it's not slow. It. Oh. Okay. All right. I see it starting to try to share it. Damn. Did it go away? I know. I hold on. I spinning. Okay. Still spinning. Okay. Well, just like the rims. Okay. Oh, she did that. Oh no. Yeah, she don't even like. She regret it. Oh no. Mm-mm. Yeah. She also don't look eighteen. I think y'all might need to check the birth certificate. Mm-mm. That is a thirty-five year old woman stabbing that man. Okay. She, she fucked him up. Man, can't believe that. I don't just. I just can't picture my i don't know i hope i never have to be in no relationship that feel that bad well i'm like i guess stabbing somebody is a reasonable thing to do right now this will make total sense (laughs) this is a healthy relationship 100 percent healthy risk my freedom a connecticut principal slapped elderly man in a parking lot spat what guess she had to teach him a lesson a connecticut principal Uh, uh. slapped an elderly man several times during a parking lot squabble Coley Town Middle School Principal Chris Zabo, 49, was busted November 27th after a 71-year-old man told police she struck him multiple times when he confronted her for leaving her car in a no-parking zone. Oh, my God. You couldn't have called the people, called the tow people and just said, tow her? What's the, what's the fuck is this? Well, Karen, I guess it was just the principle of the matter. That was good. That's good. good one. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, she hit the man. Th- witnesses say she hit the man three or four times. Zabo, a veteran educator of more than twenty-five years, was placed on administrative leave for her post on Wednesday. From her post on Wednesday, one day after the local outlets reported on her arrest please know that the safety of our students remains top priority i mean y'all got no 71 year old students they should be straight uh as <laughs> long as they mind their business about where people park uh this is said the incident remains under investigation zabo zabo has hired a 
was hired as a school principal in 2004 and had been working at bedford as extensive renovations continued on coley town uh she was charged a second degree breach of peace and has been released uh at the post of post of 500 bond karen guess the race i'm gonna go black karen's going with black let's check the chat room and see what you guys believe uh attended the joe clark school of education <laughs> administration oh <laughs> you would give me the goddamn respect you would all right that park that parking rage white home for christmas white black white very divided the chat room is today chalky white white wow you guys are as divided as trump's america today the correct winter white okay a lot of whites to end it uh, the correct answer is uh kara said black and uh the correct answer is white oh i guess in your own anti-blackness you believe principal black women go around just slapping old men apparently Mm-mm-mm, karen we really need to examine our ancestors wildest dreams today okay just know in a few generations if somebody's like i am my ancestors wildest dreams they're not talking about me because my wildest dream was getting chased by a sentient piece of pizza through a amusement park when i was 11 years old <laughs> okay i fell off the top of the at the top of the ride so you're not my wildest dream unless you can make that happen anyway many of you got it right Let's go to the bonus round. Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race, and the bonus round against the race. So far, Karen is uh one and one. One and one, fifty percent. But can she finish off strong? i don't know guys i guess we'll all find out together we will a florida man shoots at a co-worker's mother over a sandwich order Ooh, what kind of sound what kind of meat was it uh florida man well sounds like to me it was beef <laughs> A Florida man was arrested Sunday over reports that he allegedly shot at his co-worker's mom last month because of a sandwich order. Destin N. Garcia II, 18, was charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon for a November 30th shooting at a home near Green Acres. The place to be. Apparently. Uh, according to the report, on November 29th, Garcia and a co-worker were working at the subway inside of Palm Springs Walmart where a promotion for a free sandwich was being offered to store employees. Okay. Garcia allegedly told the police he became upset with his co-worker when she made a rap for a Walmart manager and then ignored him when he told her that he needed to pay the difference since the promotion was for subs only. The following day around 9 a.m., Garcia allegedly went to his co-worker's home. What? Wow! Wow! What? Well, you know, Karen, these sandwich artists are temperamental. Okay, they are artists and they're serious about their shit. Mm. He shoved her mother and refused to leave when asked by the homeowner for the sixty-nine cent difference. Like what? Uh, this is the worst PR for Subway since Jared. That's when he took out a handgun 
and Ooh. fired at the woman's feet missing her what he took off but was arrested two weeks later two weeks this sandwich had a lot of plot holes in it it did was he coming home i don't know how was he on the run for two how weeks? did you get my address he didn't come back to work no more he was booked sunday on account of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon without the intent to kill at one kind of battery without yeah. he put a fucking gun on me your attempting was to kill me meanwhile they, they threw that black woman in jail who was had that domestic violence against her she shot in the ceiling and they they they, they put her in jail same state forever ever forever ever he is currently being held at palm beach county jail for a hundred thousand on a hundred thousand dollars bond karen guess the race oh white karen's going with white let's check the chat room and see what you guys believe his race is another floridian white says miss barnes hispanic latinx hispanic artist he fled to mexico for two weeks latinx mm. A lot of Latinos coming in. All the mayo white should have gone to Arby's because they have all the meats. Latinx. Uh-huh. El, Polo, El Polo Loco. The correct answer is Karen went with white and mm-hmm. Karen, you got it correct. He was white. <laughs> Which means a lot of y'all missed it. That's a lot of stress over a sandwich. Come on. Like, I got to deal with this shit, man. We make four fifty-five an hour. What are you doing? What are you, mother... And you show up at my goddamn house? What's wrong with you? You got to charge him the extra three cent. No. Imagine if you worked at McDonald's and people was giving away right. these hot mustards. It was actually benefiting you not to charge you. You was like, I'm going to pay you this motherfucking money. No, no. It was a manager of a Walmart that she didn't charge the extra money. He's not a... He worked at Subway with her. Oh. So he was mad. Mm-mm. it ain't no motherfucking money your name ain't mr subway what the hell is this right. who gives a goddamn he related to jared fogel she probably running that order all goddamn day she was like fuck it mm-hmm. you can have it who cares uh all right a man with a sword was arrested after a verbal conflict victoria police arrested a man in possession of a sword outside the west village save on foods just around 6 p.m wednesday save on. police have have responded to a verbal disagreement at the vic west location when the sword was found the man did not pull the sword out and was compliant when being arrested he was subsequently transported to the west shore rcmp detachment because of a warrant in their jurisdiction that's the sword ratchetness of the day all right y'all thank you so much for listening thank you we'll be back appreciate y'all we will until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.